Ladies and gentlemen, hear them pour. It's the Beer Geeks Radio Hour on WILK. I put a spell on you. <laughs> ah, the Halloween show has begun here in the beer. Yeah. Still I just want to sit here and listen. <laughs> we should do a karaoke thing and then just all try to Stop do this kind of voice and, and just see how long before our throats give out. <laughs> a bunch of people listening to us doing karaoke, not actually being here, is just a bunch of bad people singing into a microphone, by the way. Isn't that karaoke in general? But when you're not in the room and everybody's laughing oh, at each other, you just no. like, what's going on right now? Yeah, that's <laughs> that's usually what I do when I walk into any kind of karaoke bars. What the what's going on right now? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, we are going to be kind of cracking into some Halloween type fun this week on the Beer Geeks. Uh, just kind of working through. We're not doing just straight pumpkin ones. Just kind of all things that are. Halloween-inspired. Some of these are seasonal. Some of these aren't available during this time of year that we have sitting around that are really good for this time of year. Uh, just a whole plethora of different oh, things, if you big will. big words. Yeah, you know, I just wanted to drop my uh, $2 words in there because I'm fancy like that, and that's the way things are. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I think I am, but I uh, probably am not. So, uh, yeah, yesterday, George and I did a little traveling down to uh, Broken Goblet, which was a good time. Yeah, it was great. They, uh, uh, they weather did, held up nice. Yeah, it was, oh, it was such a beautiful day down there. We went down. They had their Hoppy Halloween Fest. Uh, this is the second year doing it. They're going to be on the show next week, actually, too. A uh, really cool brewery. Where exactly did we go? I can't think of the name of the town. There were so many. I know it was down near like Ben Salem and Croydon, but yeah, it was around. It, it was about a mile and a half from Neshaminy Creek, which yeah. is in Croydon. Yeah, we stopped out down there as well, which was cool to see that because it's nice having people on. But sometimes I don't really get the chance to go down to the brewery, so it was nice to be able to go down there and actually see what's going on there. And, and it was cool having Broken Goblet, and we have a few coming up too. We're gonna actually get to go out and visit before we have them on, which would be nice. Uh, a little change of a pace as we go. But uh, before we get into anything, I wanted to go through a couple things that are going on. Mostly new beers. There hasn't been a ton of... There was no buyouts this week. Uh, so that was... Hey. <laughs> that was a, that's a shocker for the week. Uh, not at least the none that I heard of. I guess we'll put it that way. Uh, I think the, the only big announcement really was from Ballast Point that they, uh, they were going to set up an IPO. So we'll see how that one goes. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, <laughs> that, that's kind of that's kind of the the thing that worries a lot of people is when you start seeing that going on. But you know what? I love Ballast Point, good brewery, have some really killer stuff. So see where that one goes. So uh, more than new beers though, Firestone Walker this week announced uh, they well they released their anniversary ale, which is an awesome awesome beer. If you're not familiar with that one, uh, we had that. I know we had Firestone on twice. I don't remember which one of those shows we had the anniversary ale on. But what they do is they, they bring in all these different wine experts and work on blends of different variations on all their barrel-aged beers they have. And they decide on what blend they're going to go through because they'll take it and they'll do, you know, 10% this, 15% that, whatever. And they'll work on all these different blends until they feel they have one that, like, this is what we want for this year. And they'll put it out. And apparently this year it's a blend of just four beers. So we'll see where that went. They didn't say which ones. Um, but it'll be interesting. I mean, it's always a really good beer. And it's awesome to see when you're getting into that because that really shows a little, uh, just a little step above the macro beers, the uh, carrots put into yeah. those. When you're, when you're really getting in, these people that have, and it's the same people every year, so they're all familiar with the beers. And it's basically what flavors they want to put forward and what they want to work with. And each year it's different. It's awesome, too, because as you age it, those flavors change. So it's a really cool experiment to have going on. And uh, another thing, this is going to be interesting to see. Uh, Anheuser-Busch announced that they are releasing their own root beer. Uh, the best damn root beer. <laughs> <laughs> is it, is it uh, like alcohol root beer? Like yeah, yeah. It's a hard. Stuff? It's a hard root beer. Well, you yeah. know where that's coming oh, from. They see yeah. the market share that yeah, not it, your it, fathers and stuff it's like that. Has. Probably not a hard one to jump into to yeah. kind of get that one going. So, I you know don't like to poo poo on things before they release, but I. Yeah. Well, the, the, the whole the whole the whole root beer thing. It's not even beer. It's like alcohol. It's it's alco pop. It's alcoholic yeah. soda. Do you know what I mean? So it's a yeah. total different genre. A lot of people. Are like, it's not beer. Well, it's not beer. Yeah, and that's yeah. not they never. They, that's not what they're claiming. Like, not your father also has. Not your father's ginger ale is going to be coming out now as well. So they're kind of getting into that one. I, we'll just see. I mean, it's it's one of those things. It's an interesting. Uh, market, like a little niche within the market. I, I don't nearly, I think it's kind of one of those 
things that you will outgrow. Like, you know, when, when we're younger, when we're, well, when we were all 21, of course, uh, you know, we have, you know, we had like the Mike's hard lemonade or something that was alcoholic that you're like, you, Ooh, look at that. I'm ha-, And then you're, you know, Zima baby. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Mad dog 2020. Anyone? <laughs> you know what? You know what? It actually, the whole, that line reminds me of people coming out with the alcoholic sodas is that what, Billy, you know, at the bar, you have a uh, uh, Dr. McGillicuddy's where they have like the cherry and the apple pie yeah, the lemon and drop. And, yeah. It yeah. kind of reminds me of that where they'll take like, just start, coming out with different flavors. Well, that's, that's like you think of all the flavored vodkas we have yeah. now. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. And, yeah. Swedish Fish, <laughs> you know, Fruit Loops. Uh, yeah. They have a Fruit yeah. Loops vodka? Oh, yeah. Loopy. Oh, God. I yeah. I mean, it's just any key lime pie. Some of the anything stuff, it's you like, think of. It's, it's a cool, I, I don't know if I want to even say it's a cool idea. It's just like some of the stuff is just why? I think more than anything. I mean, you can answer that with why not. 21-year-old girls. <laughs> well, that, and it's, it's a weird thing because it's like, <laughs> yes, yes. Pumpkin I mean, spice. There's so is. many things that could have just been yes. said. And that's what it is. They're also dressed like Han Solo and like pumpkin spice. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a thing where it's like... Um, it, it, we like beer and we like the way it tastes. It's almost like yeah. the opposite where you're kind of like, okay, can we deliver a flavor they're c- f- uh, comfortable with that has, uh, <laughs> that has, yeah, it. it almost came out that, uh, <laughs> that, um, that I could still get alcohol in my system and yeah. just not have that, yeah. that beer taste. Yeah. And that's, I mean, cause that's really what it is. Like we all, you know, all of us, the first time we had beer, very, I know very few people, the first time they had a sip of a macro beer went, Oh, speaking of, oh, Joe Snedeker, the clouds yeah. what about that, that we're having right now. Well, Joe Snedeker, when he had yeah, his first beer, he was like, yeah. <laughs> that's the perfect timing. So when Joe Snedeker, <laughs> but uh, no, like the first time we had any kind of macro beer, I know very few people that their reaction was, oh, this is fantastic. I want another one. Like yeah. it, it usually is that like, oh, <laughs> and you kind of, you know, over, I mean, it's, you know, that would be interesting too now to see, you know, because when we were getting into it, we didn't have this variety of, of different. You know, no. inlays to get into this. Like we had, it was basically just the macro, and that was usually what it was. You had that, and it was like this is terrible. Peels sucked, and then the King of Kings was like MGD or yeah. something like that. You know, and that was really what you had. To, that that was your entrance. Whereas now, you know, you have any, you can get into this any which way, and there's all different flavors for somebody. And like that's why I see a lot of that stuff is just basically uh, stepping stones. Like someone will end up having something that way, and then graduate on. Hopefully, I just. Now, I don't want to sound like, like a complete curmudgeon, but the thought of some like you know sixty year old guy sitting around like, <laughs> like I've loved this root beer. For like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know, man. Like that's, that's my my, uh, my picture of things. But uh, anyway, so let's get into some of the beers we have. So the first one is from Jack's Abbey, and we had Jack on a few months ago. I really get lost with when we had people on, unless I have it in front of me, and I do not remember anything. But it was a while ago. Um, really awesome guy. Really great brewery. Do all lagers. That's what the first thing right off the bat. This is a pumpkin lager, which is really awesome to have that because and they do them really in such a clean way. Like that's what I was really impressed about these lagers that they do. That to do all lagers as a brewery is a commitment, and like yeah, they there are ways, and they have completely perfected that to, to turn around lagers a little quicker than than normal. Um, otherwise, I don't think that the brewery would be able to exist if they were doing all lagers traditionally. It's a unique way to come uh, get into the market because you're really kind of handicapping yourself from a sense. But mm-hmm. at the same time, if you do it and do it right, you're setting yourself apart, which is what they've done. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and they've really where they made their name was doing IPLs at India Pale Lager. And that really became a style a lot of people loved because what it had was all those great wonderful hop characteristics from an IPA but a lot smoother and a lot less sharp and it was almost became I've, I've talked to a lot of people about this that they had asked me about like, what's a good uh, IPA to get into the style because some of them are too harsh and I've said try IPLs because you're going to get all those same taste characteristics but it's a lot less sharp it's not as bitter and off-putting because that lagering really just rounds everything out and gives it this smooth creamy quality and that definitely comes through with this having with the pumpkin because that's one of the things, like, with a lot of the pumpkin beers, you know, we had our whole pumpkin show, uh, they can kind of, you know, not go the, the best. The spices ways. can take off on you. Yeah. With this, it's very soft, very subtle, and it's not as jarring. First rule of pumpkin beers is you don't drink pumpkin beers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you one of those guys? Yeah, it's just, uh, it's a very, I mean, you could tell it's a very quality beer. I just, yeah. pumpkin beers... I guess for me personally, have gone the way of I've consumed way too many. 
<laughs> well, isn't that any bit? No, I'm just kidding. Well, no. I mean, you know, it's it's like, you know, something that you've had just too much of and yeah. you've overdone it. And it's it's very easy to overdo pumpkin on your yeah. palate and oh, have yeah. those spices kind of be uh, welcoming. Yeah. Like, it's just, it reminds me of really bad hangovers. <laughs> <laughs> and like, like Doritos that like, you know... That you wake up in the morning How and you have. How dare like you besmirch Doritos? <laughs> I, you, you know what I'm trying to say, like that that, that nasty sponsor, that nasty mouth funk that like you yeah. drank way too late and and you shouldn't yeah. have any, done the things you did. Basically, any, and, and and you wake up and that's what pumpkin beers remind me of. Anything so. that will uh, make the morning wake up with that awful taste of Taco Bell lingering in your mouth. Yeah. that does not leave good memories. Well, for when me. you eat it off the <laughs> bathroom floor, it's yeah. not delicious. But uh, to me, there. <laughs> to me, there's two 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 um, avenues of pumpkin beers. There's pumpkin beers, and then there's beers that are made really well that happen to have pumpkin in them. Yeah. There's like two avenues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. like when you have like stuff like even this, I wouldn't classify as an atypical pumpkin beer. But then you have beers like Fegley's Barrel Age, Devious, or you have um, like uh, the Rumpkin from you know what I mean from Avery. Like they're just really good beers that happen to have pumpkin in them, as opposed to like let's just shove some pumpkin spice in a beer just to get it pumpkin on a label and sell it. Yeah, you know? and that's what most, we said that we did the pumpkin show, most of the pumpkin beers that we have had that are not good, uh, it was down to the spicing. It was just too much. And that's where breweries can kind of go wrong, especially as we get into the Imperials, which is what you know, we in America love bigger and better. So people love just beefing these Imperial pumpkin ales up, and they're more common to see in a lot of places now. And I think breweries don't realize sometimes that you don't need to throw double the amount of spices in. It's not like a double IPA where you're doubling up the ingredients. You don't necessarily want to double up everything in a pumpkin ale because those spices will ruin the beer almost immediately if you go yeah. too heavy-handed. And that's what really is off-putting to a lot of people. A lot of people don't like the style. You ask them what beers they had, and it tends to be ones that are a little too heavy-handed with the spices. This is not one that's like that at all. This would be a really good approachable one for a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Because it's, it's, it's in there. It's, it's, it is it's, really well yeah. made. It's a quality beer. It's just... It's like nails on a chalkboard. Don't sugarcoat it, Billy. Come on now. <laughs> and Preach, now. brother. Well, <laughs> the, the, you know, the other the other issue, too, is that for me, it also reminds me of like rum. Ch- what we used to do is take a rum chata and drop it in a beer and do like a drop shot. So it was like, you know, we had pumpkin bombs. And yeah. it's just... Oh no! Ain't. It's just anything that bad back experience. those kind of memories. Yeah, that's Any, like, yeah. anybody. Who, I mean, I remember we had a good time. Yeah. I just don't remember. Don't I don't remember. like the results. Anybody who has t- partaken in alcoholic beverages for quite some time has that one liquor they drank a little too much of one night and yeah. set them off, and then now they can't drink it anymore. So I get where you're coming from. Yeah, with the yeah, beer. yeah. It definitely. It's it's kind of like when you get food poisoning over something. And it's like you, <laughs> yeah. you really can't ever eat that again because yeah. it's just no. I remember that vividly. <laughs> and uh, that and this is definitely one that can because. Of that fact of the spices because uh, I don't want to get too you know vivid, but it, if that's coming back across the palate, yeah, no, <laughs> it's not going to sit well with you. <laughs> if you want to have it later on because that's just this is about it going. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. The, the, the first palate <laughs> crossing. Oh yeah. uh, okay, it's, <laughs> the, it's first, re- the first Rubicon. It's really hard. It's really hard to pair stomach bile with with things. So. <laughs> that's what we'll work on next week. We'll have a next. <laughs> what ones are the best the second time around? <laughs> Oh, sorry, right. Ma. So I, th- I think at this point it's good to take a break, and then uh, we'll come back and we'll crack open a few more of these. Really, kind of get into the Halloween season because it's next Saturday, which is unbelievable already. It's going to be less than a week away, which I don't know what's going on. And nope. our, our clocks go back next week too. Oh, uh, that's yep. going to really mess me up big time. So extra we'll hour see. of drinking Saturday night. The what? Extra hour of drinking Saturday oh, like night. <laughs> I don't even like know. that matters, George. Yeah, I know. Really. I'm just lying to myself at this point. <laughs> just makes me feel a little better about myself. Yeah, I don't feel that but, bad. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll be back here very soon, right after this break here on the Beer Geeks on WILK. This is a life changing message for anyone with sleep apnea who is on the go and tired of dragging around a big, bulky home CPAP device. CPAP.com now offers a portable device that's as small as a soda can and weighs less than a pound. For even more freedom, you can add a battery that's as tiny as a deck of cards. It's called the Transcend Mini CPAP. And right now, you can try it risk-free for 10 days by calling 1-800-504-6995. Transcend is the world's first portable mini CPAP device. It gives you the freedom to sleep in total comfort anywhere you are. 
transcends smallest and most advanced portable design ever. The mini CPAP is so small and so light, you can fit it in your briefcase or purse to use anywhere you go. It's FAA compliant too, so you can even sleep comfortably while flying. Enjoy the freedom to sleep comfortably anywhere. Call CPAP.com now for your 10-day in-home trial. 1-800-504-6995. That's 1-800-504-6995. Miracles do happen. Just listen to Albert's story. On January 3rd, I was having difficult breathing. I went to ER. I ended up seven days in a hospital with congestive heart failure. And my kidney functions were gone and everything. And they said that I would need home health. And naturally, I signed up for Allied's Home Health. Hal's been a patient of mine for about 10 years, and he's a great guy. If she wasn't here, I wouldn't be here. You make sure you call Allied. They'll send the nurses in, and you'll have the best care that you ever needed. Personal attention, skilled teamwork, caring individuals. That's why more physicians and their patients choose Allied Services. Albert did, so can you. A nonprofit organization of 3,000-plus caring individuals whose mission is bringing you back to the life you love. When you choose Allied Services, you choose the opportunity for success. Ask your physician to make Allied Services your partner in a successful recovery. Miracles in Rehab, performed daily at Allied Services Home Health. Believe it or not, winter is right around the corner. So come check out the jackets, sweaters, and long sleeve shirts available at one of the Salvation Army's seven local thrift stores. Some clothes still have the tags on. So call 1-800-SA-TRUCK or visit satruck.org to schedule a pickup. Or better yet, bring your slightly used donations, get a tax receipt, then check out the great fall bargains. The Salvation Army, serving the most people, meeting the most needs, doing the most good, right here in NEPA. At EK Structures Route 6 Blakely, we are large building specialists. We will customize sheds and garages for you. We finance and deliver free for 50 miles. EK Structures Route 6 Blakely, 502-2902. You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman to save money. You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Come with us and you will see This our town of Halloween This is Halloween those movies is funny every year there's a debate is this a Christmas or a Halloween movie <laughs> I don't know I, I think I believe Tim Burton actually came out and said genius. this is a Halloween movie I believe that's what he came out and so that's what it is intended as but it's kind of one of those this is a very existential question we're getting pretty deep here I don't know I'm biased I have a very strong hatred for Tim Burton so well I don't want to get into your past that's a that's a sore subject so. literally and figuratively <laughs> God. All right. Uh, so on <laughs> the break, we had uh, some Springhouse Brains and another pumpkin ale. And, uh, you know, that was one we did this week. We had our Dinner with the Dead. And if you did not go to it, boo on you. Uh, it was a really good time. It was an and awesome time. So the, the, the food that Gene cranks out, like George and I never got to have, this, that was George's uh, experience, the first one. I was just going to say something else. That, <laughs> that was George's time. first experience. <laughs> it was memorable. Yes. It was gentle, but, George. Uh, but he has like his food. That's the second... <laughs> God, that's a, the uh, the second movie uh, dinner we did with him, which was awesome. We did Pulp Fiction a few months ago, and it was just really fun having Night of the Living Dead playing. Had uh, three really good beers, and people were going crazy and had five phenomenal courses of food that I just... It's great to have. I mean, like, Gene is one of those chefs that just knows exactly what he's doing. And at the same time, you just want to give the guy a hug. Yeah, absolutely. He's the big old teddy bear. I'm still, like, dreaming about those ham uh, and cheese croquettes. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah, that was the best. Bringing that out the first course, I'm like, oh. Memories are flung, like, flowing back to me right now. Yeah. Like. <laughs> George has drool come out. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> he's slipping into a comatose. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it was, it was, once that came out, I was like, oh, this night's going to be fantastic. Because, you know, as you're, you're running around, you're prepping, you're trying to get everything together, and you never really get to think about it until it starts and then it's like oh yeah wait this is actually gonna be fun and then having the food it was like oh this is gonna be fantastic you know what the the, the funny thing was is like all right so there's you know we're we're streaming videos they have the they have the streaming thing set up mm-hmm. like to get all the you know all the videos and everything's rolling really good and then we go to put the movie on and like the streaming stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah everything, that, that was the biggest thing. So it was like everything was fine all night. All of a sudden, it's like, all right, now we're ready to go. Oh, of course. 
And then it worked itself out. Is this like Murphy's Law, though? Like, you can't have it like any other, like... Not a single problem for hours as we're getting everything, and it's like, oh, now we're... Oh, It wasn't too obtrusive. No, it wasn't bad. Yeah, I don't want to make... It's just more like... It's just one of those funny things that's like... Like, really? Yeah. You know? But, no, it was great. It was nice. It was quite peculiar that that happened. See what I did there? See that? Sharp as a tack. And if you if you have not had, if you have not had any of Gene's food, I actually stopped by on my way over to the show this morning. Uh, it's his it's first food truck rolling. Yeah, yeah. that that food truck that we talked about a while ago, the Kickstarter. They they actually got that going, and it uh, they're doing their first opening of it today at their place. It's uh, Thirty Center Street. In Hughestown, he's doing brunch, and I highly recommend you swing by there. I stopped my way down, got myself a pulled pork breakfast burrito and uh, some home fries with uh, truffle oil. Yeah, that was a good morning. That's all you need, just to kind of I'm have that. Staring at Derek angrily right now. <laughs> he's, he's gonna rip my stomach open. <laughs> Wait, and see what's you, in you there. stopped on the way here. Yeah, I stopped on the way. Yeah. Hey, right. bring well, thanks for bringing us. somebody. Oh, hey, when uh, appreciate when, it. Once you guys start dropping hundies in my in my hand, I'll well, we'll bring whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I was home in my robe eating Eggos this morning, <laughs> <laughs> crying my. Why did I wake up again? He's like he's carving Lego into his arm with a razor. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Matt knows uh, me too well. <laughs> so, uh, but no, definitely stop by there. It's uh, 30 Center Street in Hughestown. He's open from 10 to 1 today. Uh, really awesome food. And I picked up for the missus some duck confit hash. Uh, and I, I just popped open the box, take a look at it, and I wish I had gotten that. The pork taco was, uh, burrito was phenomenal, but I was like, oh, I love it. Because we had the duck confit on the, at the dinner, too, which oh, was so good. Everything was so good. That's why I'm like. How about the eyeballs for dessert? Yeah. yeah. That was really cool. Everything was so good. Now, that was like a really fun event. And so like we want to do more of those, but we just got to keep making sure that you get out there. And that's one of those th- events. It's funny because everybody complains there's nothing to do, there's nothing to do. And then you do stuff and it's like, oh, but uh, yeah. then don't complain that there's nothing to do. If when stuff happens, you go, oh, well, this is going on or that's going Well, then you know what? That's why things don't get to go on as often. Mm-hmm. But I'm mean, thankful for us. Like We had a great turnout. We had a great turnout at the Pulp Fiction thing. So we're going to continue doing these. So we'll work on another one uh, at some point in the near future. It's just tough with all our schedules. And Gene's a busy man cooking cooking up a storm. And I was thinking, too, like his, he's probably going to have his uh, his rerun for when he was on Guy's Grocery Games. It's probably going to be on because it was on the Christmas one last year. So I'll probably do the, the uh, reruns have to watch that again. Just a fun time seeing, seeing Gene running up and down that miles, <laughs> just going to town. Uh, but no, it, it was a really good time. And definitely stop by and grab some good food from him. He's a good guy. If you haven't had anything from him, you will know why when he would come into the studio, we would all be drooling constantly over his food because it's just incredible. So we work on good beer. Yeah. You know. It's it's all around good times. And uh, so we're cracking open another one. Now, this is one I don't know how Matt's going to feel about just the label itself. We've already heard Matt's slandering of... <laughs> of labels? <laughs> well, not my, my love of labels? Not even the labels, just uh, what oh. this is. This is from Terrapin. Uh, they they came out with... They have a Walking Dead collaboration beer and uh, from the show. Uh, it was one... And it, and it worked, naturally worked out. Like If you're familiar with the show, uh, mainly it took place in Atlanta and they've kind of moved on. But Terrapin's from the Atlanta area, so that's why they kind of... Well, didn't, like, last season or a season ago, like, a zombie, like, fell through the roof and yeah. landed on, like, cases of Terrapin? I, I believe, yeah, I was thinking it was Terrapin. They had it in, like, the one thing that they were so big. I don't know if that's what started this. They were like, hey, you already put us in there. But I don't know. But Terrapin's really, they do a lot of really cool collaborations. Um, you know, we had Spike on a while ago, and they just, there's a lot of really phenomenal beer that comes out of that company. Like, I, I love... The you know Muhu Cacino and and French Toast Wake and Bake or even regular Wake and Bake. It's funny seeing a lot of like shows have a lot of like really good beer tie-ins because yeah. what is it? Um, wasn't Breaking Bad was um uh, oh uh, that New Belgium I think maybe or something n- like that or no I think Knee Deep was it Knee Deep? I, I forget. There, but there's a bunch. There's a bunch of like breweries popping up. I don't even think it's Game like, of Thrones and the you know the um, um, yeah. yeah, but oh, even, yeah. no, I mean even in show where people are drinking these beers, oh, I don't even yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's an actual like they're asking for. Hey, you want to be a sponsor of the show? I just think people on the set love it. Yeah, and are throwing it up so you see it, and it just kind of how how yeah. how it's becoming more and more ingrained. Yeah, in the, yeah, yeah. You know, it's really cool too. I mean, to have like think of all the all the great breweries that have been on the show, like yeah. Terrapin, like you know, guys that actually you know take time out to 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 hop on the show. It's kind of cool to see. Yeah, so. it's fun. See like, where they're going with everything. And it's it's yeah. funny because even on the, the Muppets, 
I don't know if you saw that. It kind of became a little gift that people were... But the, the Muppets even kind of took time to mention craft beer and even took the time to poo-poo on pumpkin beer. <laughs> so they were doing it because they had Kermit sit down at a bar and order a, a beer and just said, I think the craft beer phrase has gotten a little too out of hand. I don't really need pumpkin in my beer. <laughs> and it's like, Listen, wow. people, you know when Kermit's spitting the truth, <laughs> you need to kind of realize that there's something going on. Yeah. <laughs> so what this is, what Terrapin did was they did a collaboration that is a... Um, blood Orange IPA. So kind of, you know, you get where they're going with that, being The Walking Dead, if you're familiar with the show. Uh, so it, the Blood Orange is also, it's a really interesting one because it doesn't taste exactly the same as an orange. Like some people might think, because there's a lot of variants of different fruits. Blood Orange kind of gets almost more uh, grapefruity. It's like a grapefruit blended with an orange kind of bitterness that comes through from it. Yeah, way more grapefruity. Yeah. Um, than most people think because they think orange, orange, not. Yeah. And I'm a big fan of it. Usually you see it more like goza-y. Yeah, mm -hmm. A lot of people put it in their gozas. But, uh, yeah, it works really well in an IPA, too. And it's cool because it's rye IPA. So you get a nice spiciness. Then you get a nice kind of grapefruitiness. Pretty delicious. No, they took a lot. What's the ABV on this? I was trying to see if I could find this. I'm like eight and change. That would be my guess. That's some, I, I don't have in 6.7. Okay. I was wondering if they're going to go for the old 6.66. Oh, they should have been 6.7. They're right there. They could have just done that one. They could have just run, and then people would have rounded it up to that. Could have, you missed an opportunity, therapist. Yeah, they could have just lied, too. That's it. That's Drain, pour them, throw it away. Done. I was all on board until I saw this. But, uh, no, it's, it's awesome. And see that, like, tying in with shows. And, like, yeah, it's also perfect for this time of year to have this one released because, one, I think, I think it was released right before the new season started, I believe, is when they released it. So it was perfectly tied into one another. And I think that's kind of how Omega does their Game of Thrones ones. Every time they come off the new one, it's it's in conjunction with the new season starting or ending or whatever. And I think they just actually were re-releasing -re some yeah, of the gift packs. Two, yeah, they really, yeah, they're yeah. doing a two... They the did release the Iron Throne and the Take Me Black Stout. Take yeah. the Black I've Stout actually seen a, think a couple with a glass. different ones. With yeah. a glass. Yeah, with a glass. Yeah. With a cool yeah. glass. So yeah. It's yeah. actually a nice glass. Yeah. Uh, my brother and uh, my sister-in-law got me up for my birthday. No, they're, they're kind Aww. of good. <laughs> like Fun that's fact. The, but that's the thing. It's <laughs> just in case you're wondering. Uh, no, it's one of the, it's an interesting thing too because you know just because you're doing a collaboration with two cool things or two different things it doesn't mean it's going to be good. No, more times than not, it's yeah. Not. Because a lot of times when when people are that's what's cool with the craft beer. It, it seems they're a lot more focused on it being good and not kitschy. Um, you know, until we'll wait until the, the kiss beers come out or whatever. Because <laughs> yeah. that's when you start seeing people just slapping their name on stuff to, to make profit off of it. But even the ones that you might have thought, like when the Iron Maiden beer came out, that was kind of like, oh no, but it was good. And a lot of people love that beer. And typically they reach out to somebody that's actually into beer and they want to yeah. be involved with it. It's not so much, I mean, yeah, they're looking for a promotion, obviously, yeah. but it's somebody that actually gives a poop. Yeah. So. Yeah, and that's, that's what's been cool with it. Even when we had uh, the Anchor and they had that Brotherhood Steam beer that was. Chris Robinson, formerly of the Black Crows, which I didn't even know until the day that show thing wasn't. I'm not really up on my uh, Black Crows, what's happening with them. Um, but you know, they, they got together because, uh, you know, he actually enjoyed the beer and, like, wanted to work on things. That's how a lot of it is, which is cool because it's not someone just slapping their name onto something and saying, oh, yeah, go ahead. I mean, look at even Hanson. Hanson has a beer. I don't know if you didn't know that. Shut the what? Mm hops. Really? I am not even joking. And they no legit. No way. They legit, really? Yeah. No, they, and they legit, the three brothers legit got in. They were at GABF this year with the two. Like, they are legit into it. And it's supposed to be pretty good. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I have think, to track one of these now. <laughs> but it, it's literally what's called is mm hops. So, <laughs> genius <laughs> marketing. We're all, we you, all wait, don't know what to say this, right now. Yeah. I'm like I thought everybody knew that one. I would have missed no, that one. Like, yeah, I thought I thought you're like I thought you're putting us on, man. No, it, it's because uh, I, I I remember hearing about it a while ago and it was kind of like oh really, and then slowly it kind of started to come out like no, it's it's actually well, pretty good. I mean, it, it makes sense though. I mean, we stopped following you know those guys. Years I have ago. never given up on Hanson. That's <laughs> I, I actually did. Yeah, but he has a Hanson t-shirt on from a concert right now, so don't let him fool you. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> um, no, actually, it's funny. I did, when I was uh, going to school at Northeastern, they actually came there to, to have like, some documentary, and it was like, oh, you know what? I kind of have to go, because it's Hanson, and just, oh, I yeah. just want to see... It, it was just bizarre, like, seeing them because I, mean, I remember being that was like when i was in high school when they were kind of doing their thing and just every girl was 
on whatever. And uh, it was just kind of weird seeing them, like, grown-up people and, like, you know, the little ones, like, hey, how you doing? Like, well, not just <laughs> seeing a documentary about, a, like, a 21-year-old kid. Yeah. Like, that in itself is just bizarre. But at that time, they were over and done with, and they were, like, what, 18 by the time they were over with? Somewhere around that. So time, yeah. the, the documentary came out, and they're still like just turned drinking age. Yeah. Well, it was weird. it was funny. It was actually it's the, like the, a off on, the documentary was actually not bad, but it was about them having issues, like people what they were doing to them, kind of trying to force them to just do another mbop. And they're like, yeah. we're kind because of, they they actually got really into blues and all this stuff, and they actually became like decent musicians. Um, God, I did not imagine I would ever go off on a Hanson tangent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't expect this. I didn't expect that morning. one either. I was just kind of mentioning this, and then I just opened well, up. Well, you're on it. Well, you got to finish the story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, but the the documentary was just about what the record label was doing to them, and it was it kind of really showed you. It was more of a good insight on what those types of industries are like and what they do. Which users? Yeah, which is a very. And the, the, it's not like there's any shortage of documentaries showing anything like that. And like it, it's then it, it's another thing with the craft beer. Like, I've seen a bunch of crap beer documentaries, and do you see the vast differentiation with, like, this is a booming, growing industry, but there's still brotherhood, there's still caring. Like, is that going to change? Yeah, of course. It's business, and, and things are going to get to a, a level of, you know, now there's only so much room because stores aren't going to continue to expand their beer department, so it's going to become a much more of a fight for what shelves they can get onto. And there's also, like I mentioned I think last week or the week before, about the uh, Department of Justice investigating AB InBev's distribution practices, because that's one of the things that's kept some of these craft beers off the shelves in some markets, because they kind of have to work with them, and if they're not willing to play ball, then you need to figure out what you're going to do on your own, because some states you can't self-distribute. So you're stuck if that's the issue. So it's just an interesting uh, dichotomy looking at the way things are, because most... Because, I mean, really... I think it's also what do you look at this industry as? You look at it as pure business, or do you look at it as there's some art involved? Yeah, and since art is so subjective, you have 19 different ways you could look at mm-hmm. it. Even if you are into it through like a, I don't know what's the word, a, a nice aspect and not a money aspect, I guess. Yeah. So you can look at it two different ways, even if you're, you're both your goals are the same kind of goals. You know? Yeah. Yeah, there's like so much within this, and you see some of the focus with breweries, like where they put focus. Like you know, last week we had Burnham on, and their focus was very much on their artwork. And if you saw any of those photos they put up, the artwork was very focused on. There was a ton of that out there, and just kind of really pushed that one. And it really just depends on how you look at everything. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> uh, but no, there, there's just a lot of really cool things. And it's awesome, like, just seeing these collaborations that are coming out, like Terrapin and having this Walking Dead collaboration between the two. And just having the, like, really, it, it, there was thought put into it, too. It wasn't just like, hey, let's do this because they're a popular show. It was, hey, this makes sense. We're here. You're here. And this, this is one of the better Terrapin beers I've had. So it's not just thrown out there just to be... A yeah. marketing thing. So. And that's what I, I really enjoy with this is that they, when they do these collaborations, it is about having uh, just a good experience, a good beer, because they're not interested in just, they don't want you to buy it just to buy it and then you know move on because it's like they want you to come back. They want you to have other things. They want you to work through their whole beer portfolio, and that's what's important to them instead of just throwing a tag out there because, you know, it's not a kiss casket or something like that. Like, it's, it's like a real investment, and they want you to, to know about the brewery, and they, they care about putting these collaborations together for both because if this came out and it was just atrocious, yeah. it, it could, you know, hurt both uh, things going on, like whatever that is. And that's the thing. I mean, a lot of a lot of brewers are into a lot of nerdy things. You know what I mean? Just because, you know, beer's inherently nerdy, I think it is. So, you know, talking about, like, they're doing it with a comic book, it seems like, with this as opposed to the actual TV show. So you don't even know. Like, they could, the comic book art, uh, the creator could have just been like, hey, you want to do something? And they could have been huge fans of the comic book. Like, I know if somebody, if I had a brewery and somebody I was, like, all about called me and wanted to do a collaboration, I'd be a little starstruck and be like, yeah, yeah man, let's do something. This is freaking awesome. Get yeah. really excited about it. So... I think it's cool. Yeah, and most of them have been, even the, the Game of Thrones one, like that, how that came about was the uh, producers were like hanging out in a New York bar, sitting there drinking Oma Gang beers, and one of the, I don't know if it was one of the reps, or someone from the brewery happened to be there and started talking to them, and then it was just like, hey, we should work on something together. Like That's just how yeah. it came about. It was just because they already cared about each other. They already had a respect for one another and enjoyed what each other were doing, and it was just a natural 
hey, let's do this because it makes sense because I already like what you're doing anyway. So we're good. And that's like mostly how a lot of these come about. Like it's not just, hey, we'll, you know, throw you a 10%. Or it, it's yeah. more just a real straight collaboration. Let's do something together that we both enjoy. And they're usually both involved. It's not just a name. They're involved with putting the recipe together. Or have some input on it, you know, in the slightest manner. They have something said about it, or they get to try it at least before it's released. It's not just, yeah, go ahead, do what you want, we're good, and then move on. So, I mean, that's just really cool, and uh, we have two more we're going to work through, but we're going to take a break first, and then we come back, we're going to finish up our fantastically fun Halloween show here on the Beer Geeks on WILK. Today's GetMyPerks.com deal of the day makes your next trip to Carbondale delicious. Get two $25 vouchers to Amber's Bar and Restaurant for just $25. That's a $50 value for half price. Located just off the Casey Highway in the heart of downtown Carbondale, Amber's Bar and Restaurant offers a variety of tasty meals to complete your stay at the Best Western in the Pioneer Plaza. And still available at GetMyPerks.com, get one general admission ticket to the 25th Annual Great Brews Beer Fest at Split Rock Resort for just $25. Must be 21 or older. Entercom's Elite Eateries, Northeast PA's finest dining and family restaurants, featuring the Sanderson Street Tavern, 655 Sanderson Street in Troop, and Grande Pizza and Family Restaurant, Bernie Avenue in Music. Earning your degree from Arizona State University is a great way to plan for your future, redefine your career, and get noticed by employers. How do we know? The Wall Street Journal recognized ASU for producing some of the best qualified graduates, making it an employer favorite across the country. In fact, almost 90% of ASU grads are recruited within 90 days of graduation. Arizona State University offers more than 100 of our world-class degrees completely online. You receive the exact same curriculum, earn the same degree, and interact with the same prestigious faculty as our on-campus students. From wherever you want, whenever you want. For information, call 1-800-400-6413. Join ASU online and discover for yourself why U.S. News & World Report named ASU number one in the nation for innovation, ahead of both MIT and Stanford. Learn to thrive, discover your potential, and earn a degree that employers notice at Arizona State University. To learn more about ASU degrees online, call 1-800-400-6413. That's 1-800-400-6413. Today is the final day for Premium Midwest Beef's meat sale. They'd like to say thank you to Wilkes-Barre and Scranton for their support during this phenomenal sale. Look for the truck in the Viewmont Mall parking lot. Right now, you can still buy 20 ribeye steaks for 25 bucks. Yeah, you heard right. 20 ribeye steaks for 25 bucks. 20 ribeye steaks for 25 bucks, but only for the rest of today. They're at the end of the inventory and everything must be sold. They're selling all remaining inventory at their cost. Premium steaks, seafood, gourmet, boneless chicken, and mouth-watering pork. Just look for the big truck and the big tent in the Viewmont Mall parking lot. Compare these deals to Omaha Steaks. Nobody in Northeast PA can compete with these prices. Nobody. They're open today from 10 a.m. until the truck is empty. Buy 20 ribeye steaks for 25 bucks or other incredible bulk deals on premium steak, seafood, chicken, or pork. It's the premium Midwest beef truck sale in the Viewmont Mall parking lot, ending today. Many websites sell harmful medications. NABP urges you to make sure your online pharmacy is legitimate and watch in coming months for more sites ending in .pharmacy. These have been vetted as safe and legal. Learn more at safe.pharmacy. A public service from NABP. Oh, yeah. Oh, George is doing the thriller dance. Look at him go. Not real. Now, you could even suspend this fully for Let's five date seconds. everybody right now. Um, was anybody around when they actually had thriller rooms? Thriller rooms? When I was younger and uh, lived in New Jersey, there was like a lot of like the places that were like um, like fun, I don't know what you know, fun parks. They were like uh, for teenagers and stuff. You'd go there and they'd have like, kind of like a Chuck E. Cheese, but for teenagers, there's a bunch of them around. So Dave and Buster's. Kind of stuff like that. Well, not without, without boots. <laughs> but the, when Thriller came out, they actually dedicated a room just to Thriller to where you'd go in there and the video would play and the lights would flash on and off and stuff like what? that when you video originally. Yep. I remember them all over the place. Well, so they Old would, guy alert. You would, they would just play and you would just kind of go in and dance. <laughs> along with pretty much and a video would be on and then there'd be like strobe lights and all kinds of stuff going to be a thriller room yeah it, did yeah did you ever go over there for like thriller and chill <laughs> yeah. it's terrible i know i went over there for bad jokes <laughs> and chill they but. rhymed <laughs> it could also be called the seizure inducing room with this bunch of yeah. strobe lights going that's on just what popped in my head when i came up <laughs> I, uh, I i remember i mean i remember seeing when it first aired i remember Watching the behind the making of and all that stuff. I don't remember a thriller room. Thriller rooms. They were all over. It wasn't just one place. I remember them. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get this out of the way first. I'm old, but I d- definitely don't remember that. Yeah. Maybe it must have been a Jersey, th- a Jersey thing. It, it probably wasn't. That's a what I was thing. thinking, Mike, because yeah. you know you guys love your dancing. Were you we at do. the Were you at the <laughs> Thriller uh, Flash Mob yesterday? In down, I think it was in downtown Scranton. No, Matt Denis was injured. He had to pull out. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. I busted my knee practicing for it. <laughs> See, that's what wound up happening. That's why he wasn't here last week with the injured knee. He was uh, getting ready for the Thriller Flash Mob and. Yeah, me trying to throw in a torque move and then just went down. <laughs> yeah, my upper door Smith tore. It was crazy. <laughs> so we are now cracking into this. is This is one from George uh, that he brought back from up in New York. This is from uh, was it Flying Monkeys? Flying Monkeys. Flying baby. Monkeys. Paranormal from an Ontario, Canada. Oh, is that where they're out of? Yep. Yeah, I, I I found this brewery. Um, it was uh, went up to Canada for a beer festival to hang out with a bunch of uh, other beer review people and. Um, hey, no doubt. Yeah, uh, hey, about that, you. Um, but uh, yeah, and I ended up uh, finding their chocolate manifesto, which is an absolute like killer of a beer. And then um, just had a bunch of their stuff, and then introduced them to George. And they just started sprinkling distribution in the United States. Oh, okay. You can get them upstate New York. You get them in um, Michigan, and they're starting to creep into the area. So, is all their artwork? Is this just for this? That it's weird, like no, this? they're, they're, they're just no, they're crazy. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, great packaging. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what was really impressed me, just the packaging and everything. This is their Imperial Pumpkin. Is it 10% ABV? I believe. I'm trying to see if it's on. Because they actually have, yeah, 10%. Yeah, they, 10. It comes in a little nice box, too, so it's not just the bottle. It's a nice little box, too. That, that's, uh, the fly, that's I mean, awesome the, the, the Flying Monkey logo is really cool. It reminds me of, like, the Wizard of Oz yeah, type yeah. thing, like, uh, you know, the, the monkey that yeah, steals. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's cool. <laughs> This does not, I don't, I will say, this does not drink like 10%. No. No, not no, really. It hides it very yeah, well. Yeah, I don't have any of that. There's a lot of spice in this one. This one definitely, compared to the other, uh, there's a lot more spice. Sweet spice, a lot yeah. of cinnamon, not like overly like, like burning spicy. But the first rule of pumpkin beers is you don't drink pumpkin beers. No, Billy. <laughs> He's like, it's like the curmudgeon in the corner. I don't know. the curmudgeon in the corner today. <laughs> what do you no, think? I don't like it. <laughs> I hate everything kids like nowadays. No, it's, it's too loud. It's just, you and your damn thriller rooms. <laughs> <laughs> am, I, like, am I the old guy Muppet up in the, yep, you know, upper you deck? <laughs> uh, no, I, I can, I mean, it's, it definitely is. Like when we did the show, we said it's a very divisive style. Like some people absolutely love it, and it goes beyond. Uh, you know, just everyone likes to just say like, "Oh yeah, it's like girls with uh, you know yoga pants and UGG boots." That's who likes all. It's like no, it, go- it goes beyond. <laughs> Secretly, guys named That's- George. <laughs> And like it, him in my apartment. It's just it, guys named George that wear yoga pants and UGG boots. <laughs> hey, I wear them well. But uh, no, it, it goes beyond all of those things. Like, it really is something, if you are into that flavor profile, and, you know, outright, you know, if you don't like pumpkin pie, you're not going to like this. And that's hands down. I mean, it kind of goes without saying. But that's, you see, I've heard a lot of people say that. Well, like, well, I don't like pumpkin pie. First of all, it baffles me to, to, to yeah. hear anybody say that. Cause it's like, Do you hate uh, puppies in life? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I see a brain boy, I just want to punch someone in the face. <laughs> it's just, it was one of those things like you, you, that's, if you don't like that, you, you don't like that. And some people have sensitivities to certain spices or flavor profiles. Uh, and if it's in there, it's too off-putting to them. Like if you don't like cinnamon... It's going to jump out at you no matter what, how small amount is used in this. Yeah, I love pumpkin pie. I mean, but I just... It's what just, the hell is wrong with you? I just, yeah. I don't know. It's just, I, it's just, I don't know. It's, well, you've gone overboard with all I feel like I'm looking yeah. in a mirror today. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I hate everything. <laughs> You're usually the hater, man. Yeah, that's, I, I mean, like, it. it's like... My favorite thing in the world. That's like, best way is like, yeah, that, that was, that didn't suck. So, <laughs> therefore, it's, it's okay. That's like his judgment that's, on good. That's the best, the best you can hope for out of him. Like, well, no, when when totally I say it doesn't suck, that means it's awesome. I'm just trying to be a little whatever. But no, it, it is one of those that if you have that sensitivity or you don't like that flavor, there's there really is not going to be one. Like, you know, we've talked about IPAs and there's certain ones that are off-putting to try, but you can get your way into it. Event. If you're sensitive that you're not going to ever like this style, there, there is nothing within any of this because in some way, shape, or form, that spice variation is used and it has that taste. Like maybe it's more subtle in some, but 
if it's pumpkin, it's pumpkin. And it's in a set way across a lot of beers. Like some people, when you get into the Belgian beers, if you get like a ton of kind of like a spicy, like um, like if, or if you get a, a, a banana is a big one. Or some yeah. people that just can't stand banana. Yeah. Or like you said, coriander. Even when you go into hops, there's specific hop varieties that people, if they get them, like you with the cat pee, it just turns you off. I don't you know like my cat pee. You know what I mean? So it's like it's yeah. definitely beyond just a pumpkin thing. It's just yeah. we all have those particular triggers that are just like nope. Yeah, and then that's just really again the same with me. Like with if there's like an oniony type hop or anything, and that's another you know flavor profile and so and I just don't enjoy it. It's off putting to me, and, and other people absolutely love it. So if you don't like it, there's nothing wrong with you, but it's just uh, it's just one of those styles, and no matter how much you complain about it, no matter how many stupid memes you put up, because I saw a lot more this year than ever the, the, about pumpkin, blah, blah, blah. And it, no matter how much, it's not going away. Like it, it really is a huge seller across the board. The reason you're seeing more and more pumpkin spice whatever is because it's so popular. Well, my favorite joke about the pumpkin spice beers is that eventually, about 10 years down the line, they're going to come out in, in Halloween. Because they'll, they'll come yeah. out so early, they'll come out the year before. Yeah, yeah they're so far. <laughs> yeah. They're so far ahead. They think they're behind. Or yeah, yeah. Like they'll come that? out so early, they'll come out in like so Halloween. So then they'll be yeah, ahead. It's one of those things when they started pushing it back. It was kind of you started to see some pushback from it, but really a lot of it is just you know if you don't want it that early, don't buy it, and that's kind of where people have started to fall in now. But the reason they'll do that is because this the fall and winter seasons. Like around the holidays, especially from September to December, is the biggest selling time for crap breweries because this is when all their fall seasonal comes out and like the the big, vastly popular fall seasonals, the ones that you know sell the the largest amount. Some breweries sustain themselves solely by what they sell this time of year because that's that leads to the beers. Like you know, we're going to start seeing Mad Elf soon from Trogues. Like all these, it's already out there. Oh, is it already? Yeah, out? yeah. yeah. caps at Wegmans uh, two weeks ago. It's so weird because you know, like you go into stores now, and it's so depressing that it's like, it, like okay, yeah, Halloween's a week away. I get that it's not people aren't rushing out to buy Halloween. November, Halloween. November one. That's that's the you know. But like, it's not even that we, anymore. We now do it's that more like Christmas we do and, that with our with 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 stocking beers at the bar. Okay, so you want pumpkin beers, but we're not going to put them on the shelves until yeah. Labor Day weekend. You know, we may re- we may receive them as of early as like August, mid August. But same thing with the Christmas beers. It's going to be. November one, you know that's 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 the that's kind of the day, like you know. Yeah, it's just it's so weird. Like in stores, like you walk in and you know all the Halloween stuff's already half off, and it's primarily all Christmas stuff yeah. already. It's like it yeah. didn't even. And it, you yeah. know, this is not uh, you know groundbreaking by any means. And I'm bringing this up like making anyone thought provoking because it's been complained about for a number of years because it just continually gets earlier and earlier every year and. You know, there's a reason for it, and eventually there will be a cutoff point. I think right now, for as far as pumpkin, I don't see them going, coming out any earlier than uh, July where they are now. I can't, I just cannot see that because that's when people are going to get a little ridiculous about it. Did you just drink out of the bottle? No. <laughs> I, I didn't no, know the other bottle was coming around, glass, so I tried so to catch it. it. Um, All right, so we're uh, working on our last one now. Now, this one, this is one that uh, comes out, I think, believe next month for oh, Avery. It's usually around uh, November. No, that's not what it's called. It's uh, it's actually the opposite. The opposite of that. <laughs> Mephistopheles. This is Mephistopheles from Avery. Uh, this is a 2014 batch. So this is last year's. It's 17.1 percent uh, barrel aged. Like this is Avery really gets into some awesome barrel aging, and they really have some incredible huge beers. Yeah, you were talking about we were talking about earlier about Avery coming out with their anniversary beer. Like I mean, Avery or uh, Firestone Walker, uh, Firestone Walker and Avery, they're on a Mount Rushmore for me when yeah. it comes to barrel aging. This 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 whole line, the demon line, they have the Mestopheles, mm. they have the Beast, they have uh, Samuel. Uh, Samuel. Um, they're just so good. Yeah, yeah and, and like they, we had, uh, we did the pumpkin, we had their rumpkin on, which was 18% this year, I believe. Yeah. They, they just really, they come out with these huge beers, but they're easy drinking, they're, they're complex, they, they really get into almost being like a really fine, like, cognac type, like, there's just a lot to pick apart. There's a big, like, it has a big mouthfeel to yeah. it, even though it's been sitting around for a year, yeah. it's still, you know, hasn't dried out at all. These are definitely ones yeah. that are awesome. If you're going to pick up, like, grab a couple bottles and let's sit on some of them for these a little bit. These are dangerous. 
Budweiser beers is yeah. what they are. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and it's all because Mephistopheles too. If you if you last year Avery came out with a new beer called Tweak, which was I love Tweak. It, all it is is Mephistopheles with coffee. Like that's what they did. And I didn't realize that at first, but that's all they basically just took Mephistopheles and aged it with coffee added into it and it was absolutely incredible and just really took this beer and, and rounded it out even more as you get into because there's a little bit of sharpness in this because of, of the uh, the bitter qualities within the with everything with the, the malts and everything there's a lot of like bitter dark chocolate coming through but you get that bourbon it's just it's it's really easy drinking despite the high ABV, but it's, it's dangerously easy drinking. Yeah. And one that you kind of have to the whole time, you know, every time you take a sip, you just kind of mutter to yourself, like, oh, it's 17%. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> if, if you don't, then you're going to just start drinking like it's a regular, and then all of a sudden, you know where that night's But no burn, go. no yeah. alcohol, like it's, no. you know, yeah, no, it's, no it's, booziness to it. This is dangerous. I have, a, I have like a list at home of danger beers. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like there's a bunch of them that just drink so easy, and this is... This is definitely on that list. Yeah, there's a lot of chocolate coming through too. The, oh yeah, the, 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 the bourbon is there, and I think it's because of having that that year. It, it's dropped off. Like when you get a lot of these fresh, you get a lot more bourbon up front. I mean, Avery has done a really good job, even when they're fresh, the, of controlling the the burn from the liquor coming through. Like it doesn't immediately come through like really sharp. The thing with Avery, and I've always gotten this out of their beers, and like with this, this is what I get out of this beer. Like when you drink it, it's actually almost like somewhere between like a head and a beer. It's like got a foaminess while you're actually drinking it. Yeah. And you get the alcohol evaporation, but the alcohol evaporation actually delivers more flavor. It's like when it when the bubbles burst, you even get more flavor. So it's like they're using that as a delivery system as opposed to just a like booze. Yeah. It, it kind it's of creepy. has this like uh winding ability around your palate where yeah. it keeps coming back, but it doesn't it doesn't come across as heavy or lingering. No. It's just like kind yeah. of like doing this whirlwind in your mouth and you don't even Yeah. It, it's like it's cleaning itself up. I don't know how to just it's Yeah, it's just really weird. weird. It's, it's, just like, <laughs> it's it's a 70% <laughs> gigantic beer that doesn't linger and is clean. It's like Yeah. What are you what are you a wizard? Like how are you, <laughs> what are you doing right now? <laughs> well, since we're getting close to the end, I wanted to since we're getting a Halloween show. I know Matt's not really going to have an answer for this one, but George and I go act philosophical for hours on this. What What is your favorite horror movie that you guys enjoy this time of year? Oh. Troll 2, maybe? <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> Starting off high. If you want to make a drinking game out of that, t- take a sip or a drink, whatever you prefer. Every time the little kid yells Grandpa Seth, you... <laughs> First fifteen minutes, you're gone. I mean, we were, we were just chatting about this yeah. at uh, you know the dinner, the night of the yeah. living did, and it, 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 I mean, just a triple decker bologna sandwich to like <laughs> save the day is just. Um, I, I probably somewhere between. I have two. It would be either I, I'm not big into horror, but one of my favorite horror movies is Audition. It's a Japanese oh, movie. I yeah. love that. It's between that, or I have a VHS tape of Sally Jesse Raphael reruns. <laughs> oh my god! Somewhere between those two. <laughs> so you were into the the whole torture porn movement that was yeah. going. <laughs> what about you, George? Uh, well, you, usually my go-to is the Evil Dead trilogy. Yeah. Uh, and next Saturday on Halloween debuts Ash vs. Evil Dead on Stars. Oh, that's right. It's going to be coming out. It should be awesome to see how that one goes. I'm pretty excited. They've think, been hyping it up. I think I'm kind of a purist. Like, I, I absolutely adore the classic original Halloween. Like, that's just one that I can kind of go to over. And it's like, yeah, it's completely cliche. But that, and, and I also love Halloween 3. Season it, of the Witch. It is one of the most. We just watched it the other night, didn't we? No, we watched uh, Friday the 13th, Part 3 and 4. Uh, oh, yeah, those are right. Yeah. Now, the Halloween 3, you would, uh, that's the one with the masks on the kids. And, uh, no, it's, it's a. It was a mess when it came out, but definitely uh, a good one to watch this time of year. But uh, as we wind up or wind down the show this week, uh, we'll send a happy Halloween out to everybody since it's next Saturday. We'll be back next Sunday, and uh, we're going to have Broken Goblet on the show. We're going to have the the owner of Broken Goblet on. Really good brewery, Pennsylvania brewery. Some really cool things going on. And speaking of cool things, I don't know what's going on with the music. We're getting getting random DJ stuff coming through on me. But it's cool. Anyway, we're back. <laughs> so, But, uh, yeah, definitely tune in next week. Another awesome up-and-coming brewery from Pennsylvania. Uh, Broken Goblet, definitely a must-try. Not and far away. Like you guys said, you no, traveled down there. It was like two, two hours, about a little over two hours to get Two there. hours and five, ten minutes. Yeah. yeah. So definitely a nice little trip down. So till then, keep doing your old mash. Cheers, everybody. It was a graveyard smash. It was on in a flash. They played the match. They played them on 